state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Leroy Tolstoy, here with Ali, aka Rob Linka's number one fan. Raj, aka Unwritten Rob Palinka. <laughs> lots of lots of Rob Palinka love on the podcast today. We we just gotta accept it, man. That's, that's yeah, it's it just me. It's just me trying to be like, okay, this is happening. This is fine. <laughs> I'm that meme. You're the meme. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Palinka staying. In fact, he's getting more control. This is okay. This is fine. It's so yeah. weird to like be away from a situation. I don't have any insider information, but to just hear nothing but negative things about someone who's in a <laughs> real position of power is just a very jarring experience, I'll say. Not just that. He's getting a bunch of negative stuff, but yet his title just keeps going higher and higher and his power just keeps getting more and more. Yeah. I, I listened to the last Locked On Lakers podcast where Anthony had Pete on, and they said that he was some Game of Thrones character. And I, yes. I just wished – I don't watch it, so I don't know. You guys need to. Is it Theon? He's Theon? No. It, they no, said Littlefinger, right? Yeah, he's Littlefinger, and then Kurt, Ram- Kurt Rambis is Theon. My bad. Which is a guy who gets like a bunch of opportunities that he doesn't deserve. That's Kurt so, Rambis. I saw the first season, and I know Littlefinger. But mm-hmm. I don't know Theon. At least I don't think I do. And yeah, he wasn't that big in the first season. So I, I think I watched a couple of the second, and I remember hating Littlefinger. So yeah, yeah, yeah no, say yeah. I'll just I'm cool with that. Yeah, he's Littlefinger. <laughs> I remember I didn't like the character. If your name is Littlefinger, you got to be a shysty dude. Like there's <laughs> like. You can't trust a dude named well, Littlefinger. <laughs> well, he's, his his name is Littlefinger, and he seems to be getting a lot of middle fingers from the Laker fans. Wow, that was well done. I like what you're doing there. Um, so we'll definitely... I wrote that one down. <laughs> <laughs> Came prepared. How how many days ago did you write that down? I think like two days ago. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we haven't done one in a while, so I, I was wondering, I was like, how long ago? Yeah, you were, you were letting that joke dry age. You were dry brining that joke. <laughs> Shout out, run the jewels. Um, listen, we're we're gonna get to Rob Palenka and the in the Lakers front office situation later in the episode. But the last time we recorded, uh, we we commiserated over Magic Johnson stepping down as president of basketball operations, and the Lakers. In the meantime, have lost another leader, head coach, Luke Walton. Luke. <laughs> I thought you were booing for a second. No. <laughs> That's my dad every time it happens on the TV. He goes, are they booing? And I'm like, nope, nope. It's just they're just saying Luke. <laughs> or Zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Luke. Luke was, oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say he was fired, but that's not true. They had a mutual separation. And then he got a job. Well, so here's, but okay. (sighs) He was going to be fired, right? There's no chance Rob was bringing him back. No. At least that's my thought process. Raj, I assume you agree. Well, I I think they went up to him and were like, you got to change the assistance. And they knew the answer was no. So it was kind of like a, I don't know, like a rhetorical question. But like they knew the answer and that just kind of led to him. 
being let go. I understand that, that, though, not from Luke, but from them, like, saying, like, hey, if we keep you, we're gonna need you to change your assistance. Like, that that had to happen. And I wonder if he's gonna bring the same assistance to Sacramento. Well, he can't. Why? <laughs> Why not? Because, well, Mark Madsen's a coach in, uh, in oh, Utah. Oh, you're right. That is true. That is actually very true. Mark Madsen and then Lakers kept, uh, they kept, um... Why am I blanking on this? Miles Simon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's got to have some different assistants. But oh. his Arizona buddies are still with him. Yeah. Oh. They just need two more people to play beer pong with, right? He's going to bring, <laughs> like, get two more. I will I will say this, though, and I don't – I agree with your assessment. I think that's – there's enough there that – there's enough evidence there that we can, we can assume that that's what happened. Or at least something like that happened. But it, yeah. it goes back to the point about Rob Palenka's relationship building, right? Like, it'd be different if, over the course of time, Magic and Rob were building a relationship with Luke, saying, like, hey, um, you know, we really love what you're doing, how you're talking to the youth, but we, we really need to get some some more seasoned assistance in if we're going to try to win. I doubt that they built that relationship like that. So then, when it, mm-hmm. when, it, when, it, when the time came for Rob to lay an ultimatum down, Luke was like, okay, I'm just going to leave. And I feel like, you know, yeah. that's what happened with Julius Randle as well. You know, by the time they wanted him to, 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 you know, acquiesce his demands to, to, to Rob and, and Magic's demands, he was like, you've been me around this whole time. Why would I help you out? Renounce me. Yep. I can see that. I played yeah, that out perfectly in my head. <laughs> that's probably what happened too. And it's like all these stories coming out, like even not just Luke, like, Rob, Rob is not close with anyone in the front office. He's kind of working by himself. So I could see that Luke would be, would be want to just leave. Yeah. I I think I think he's going to do really well with Sacramento. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think it will be interesting to see like cuz fair fair point, some of the struggles came from injuries. If Sacramento stays healthy and I think then we'll really see the full He'll be able to go into his uh, other, you know, plays that he said he wasn't able to bring out <laughs> because of uh, the injuries. So, hopefully we see that. You think they take Rondo as well down to Sacramento? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, but that would be hilarious. That would be funnier to me than Luol Dane going to the Timberwolves with Thibodeau. <laughs> I will say, though, that I'm excited because Vlade apparently wanted Luke to be the head coach, you know, when he came to the Lakers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like Vlade is invested in Luke in a way that Rob and Magic weren't. And I feel like he's going to get a lot more slack in Sacramento yeah. to sort mm-hmm. of, you know, grow as a coach. Mm-hmm. And, and in that way, I'm excited for the next three to four years to see the type of coach Luke becomes. Just just to see, you know, how that would have worked with the Lakers, you know, had we not gotten LeBron. Um, because I was fully invested in Luke Walton being the Los Angeles Lakers head coach for like – well, I like the not the rest of my life, but like for a very long time. You know what I mean? Like that was the right. way the move was sold to us. Oh yeah. Um. So then things changed, but I'm excited to see if if Vlade sort of buys into Luke in that way, and then I get to see what what could have been. I remember thinking Luke would be like our Greg Popovich. He'd just be with us for a very long time. Yeah, and when he was signed on, we were just we had a bunch of lottery picks too, kind of similar to what Sacramento is, and I think that team's gonna play really hard. They're going to defend well. Luke has qualities, good qualities as a coach. Just needs to fix a few with his assistants. But I think that Sacramento team is going to be good. I'm happy for him. Really happy for him. Uh, 
Luke's going to be able to tell De'Aaron Fox how to finally defend Lonzo Ball. Because, you know, he can't. That's, that, that's just a little <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like another added layer to the De'Aaron Fox-Lonzo Ball rivalry, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I'm being extremely presumptuous by saying that Lonzo's going to be a Laker next year, so. No, oh, very oh, true. Man. Very true. How crazy is it that none... Like I said, this last—I uh, was gonna say last episode. Would you call last? Would you call the last recording an episode? Yeah. All right, last episode. Uh, <laughs> I called. I called. Uh, I or I said how it's crazy to me how like everything that's gone in the media is negative. There has not been one positive thing about the Lakers, and I'd say about five weeks. Not one positive thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Alex Caruso. That was like the positive thing, and that was like. Three weeks ago. Hold on. I'm sorry to interject, but my roommate went to Texas A&M, and I come out of my room today, and he shows me a Nike-connected Alex Caruso jersey that he Ooh. bought. <laughs> now, I've, I've been jealous before, but I was envious. <laughs> so, like, can you – I feel like because you live in New York, if you just send that over to me – or you live in New Jersey. If you send that over to me, there's no way you get that back. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he likes. I think he likes it here. I'm not. I don't think he's really trying to go to LA. So I mean, I could just pack it up, UPS that junk. It's all you. Yeah, I'll demo you. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Deal. All right, we good. Is that the end of the episode? Is that done? <laughs> um, yeah, but no, there hasn't been anything positive. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, uh, there could have been if, you know, we fired Blinka and then did a actual search for a president. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait, wait. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna that's why I paused. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that, well, that's the problem, right? This issue is so pressing that it's hard to not talk about, but before we get there, Lakers don't have a basketball coach, a head coach. <laughs> the Lakers have several candidates for a head coach including tyron Lue, monty williams i'm missing one uh juan howard juan yeah. howard of course the the vegas odds makers favorite <laughs> i don't even know how they they thought of that before anybody else i don't know how like how do, how do they get that information they have their ways <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have no idea they have their ways. Very true. Very true. Okay, so just I'm not going to question <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Seriously, but they're always right, right? They're always right. Yep. Um. Even even today, we were joking about it. I was at work, and and we have the Detroit Milwaukee game on, and I was, and they were like the spreads fifteen and a half. Milwaukee's <laughs> favorite, and I was like, oh, I'm taking that. I would Milwaukee's going to beat them by much more than fifteen than sixteen points, and then Milwaukee was only up by like twelve with like four minutes to go, and then Detroit was like, why are we playing? And Giannis was like, I'm going to dunk now, and then they <laughs> ended up winning by like thirty. So they're they're always close. Well, I I thought Blake Griffin was supposed to play today because like there was that rumor that he that yeah. um. That he was supposed to, and I, I genuinely thought so. That's why maybe they put fifth. I don't know. Maybe I was also hella frustrated because, like, during the pregame, Blake was like walking through the, the through the back in like sweats and slides with his shoes in his hand. <laughs> which, like, if you play basketball, being in yeah. sweats and slides with your shoes in your hand is universal for I'm about to step on the court. 
It's time to go. It's time. That's 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 what that means. And I was yep. like, don't don't trick me like that. You're not playing. <laughs> um. Anyway, guys, if you had to pick one of the three candidates for the Lakers coaching search to be the next head coach, who would you pick? Um, I'd go with Luke. I think that he. I mean, oh. uh, I. <laughs> You've I would. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would not go with Luke. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. My heart I like, stopped. I was so confused. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually not fire. Oh, you're saying they got he? They fired him. Oh. <laughs> uh, I would. I would go with Lou. I go with Tyrone Lou. I think one reason is because all the reports that have come out about how he calls out LeBron during games and stuff like that. I think LeBron needs a coach like that. And I think I think uh, Jawan Howard would do that too. But the fact that Jawan Howard has no experience whatsoever coaching in an NBA game, uh, we've seen that with Luke, and it takes time. And I we can't do that. Uh, but he can come as an assistant coach for Tyron Luke. That would be cool. Uh, and I would I would de- I, with Monty Williams. I, I just see him as like another version of Luke. He might be, he might have like more. I don't know. I just, I just think he's, I just think he's another Luke. So I would, I would go with Tyron Luke because he actually, just from like watching his games, he actually has a pretty decent amount of plays and he doesn't, he doesn't just go on in isolation after a play, you know, doesn't work out. He actually has multiple things that he can run through. So I, I definitely go with Tyron Luke. Uh, for me, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's hard for me to get excited about a coach when I know we don't have a president of basketball and Polink is the one picking it, but. I guess if I had to choose, I, I'd go with Howard, I think. He's kind of new, and I feel like he would bring better assistance. Monty Williams, he's like a retread. Like a, he's coached, I think, in 2005. Um, his, that's was, I think that was when his last head coaching job was. I don't know. I feel like we've we've been doing this for a while, just getting old coaches. And I'd, I'd try out Jawan Howard, um, something different. He coached, I think he coached LeBron, in my, or he played with LeBron in Miami, one or the other. And yeah, I think he'd bring some good assistance over. I'm pretty sure he actually played with and coached LeBron in Miami. Yes. Okay. When I say coaching experience, I mean like head coach. By the way, when I said coaching experience, right? Yeah. So in in conjunction with that, I actually agree with Ali. I want Tyron Lue. For me, it's a simple equation, right? We have LeBron for three more years. Mm-hmm. We need to win a championship. Tyron Lue has won a championship with LeBron. Ipso facto, habeas corpus. Just sign the man. Like, but I kind of hear the argument for Jawan Howard as well, just because like we can't operate as a franchise on a three year increment. And I feel like Jawan Howard was a player development guy in Miami and he was also like one of their defensive coordinators. And that's a foundation mm-hmm. that we can start to build on. So like even mm-hmm. after, you know, he stops being quote unquote useful for his relationship with LeBron, he still might be able to like put together a nice coaching staff to develop youth and to like maintain a, de- a, a team with a defensive identity because that's something you can build on in the future. Um, right. But is Juwan Howard the he- the main assistant coach for Miami? He's like the third assistant. At least that's what I heard from Brian Winhorse. I believe yeah. he's like the third assistant coach. I'm not sure the tiers of assistant coach yeah. there, but yeah. See, like my ideal situation is Tyron Lue comes as coach and Juwan Howard's the second, the head assistant coach. That would be, that would be nice. I'm with you 100%. Now, is that going to yeah. happen? No. It's interesting too that. Jawan Howard's also interviewing for the Cavaliers head coaching position. 
I did not hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that. Oh. And there's going to be more than enough head coaching positions out there. Yeah. Um, this year, especially with the way the playoffs are going. I, I think I saw you tweet this, Raj. I, I, and I, I agree. Unless you didn't tweet this, uh, then I, this is just my statement. Um, <laughs> I, I really want to see what, um, what Philadelphia does because if they yeah. get knocked out a little bit earlier, then, I mean, a little early, there's a good chance that they fire their coach. And I would just, you know, Brett Brown, it, I, to me, is a pretty good coach. But so I would be interested in that. But they also, they also need, I, again, I don't get the coaching search without a president. It makes no sense. Yeah, to that's. Me. That's why it's just so, so hard for me to get excited about that, you know? Yeah. Even if we get, like, a really good coach, it's just weird. Like, we don't have – you're basically giving Rob Palinka the president of basketball title by letting him hire a coach. Yeah. It, I don't know. Look, man, I also think Brett Brown is a great head coach. LeBron James ain't signing off on Brett Brown. I'm going to just keep it real with you. I'm going to keep it a stack. I don't think that that's <laughs> happening at all. Um, I don't I don't want to be too – I don't want to be too crass – Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a profile of coach that LeBron James wants to play for, <laughs> and I don't think Brett Brown fits that profile of coach. Um, I'm going to just leave it at that. I I think you guys have alluded to it enough that we can sort of move on because we don't – like. It's either it's it's probably going to be one of those three guys. It seems very clear that Rob Palinka is trying to like re- repair the relationship between the Lakers and Woj, and is just feeding Woj information. <laughs> um, so, so, so I think we know that one of those three guys are, are going to be the coach. Am I making that up, or are we in agreement on that? I think Woj just gave him his username and password and said, "Just like here, go and go tweet what you want." <laughs> <laughs> This is yours. Uh, this is this is yours now. You run this. <laughs> Please run it. He's just signing them Rob Lowe. Like, oh, <laughs> not the link. Rob- <laughs> That's mad funny. All right, so yeah. In summation, the Lakers don't have a president of basketball operations. In Magic's void, in Magic's stead, Rob Palenka seems to be gaining more power. Now, earlier in the week, closer to when we last recorded, the the news, well, at least from Ramona's words, Ramona sort of alluded to the fact that it might not be that Rob's just, like, gaining more power. It might just be the mere fact that, like, magic's gone and somebody's got to do it and Jeannie doesn't trust a lot of people. So, boom, Rob's is just getting it done. But it, it seems like that's where we're headed right now. So is that two ways to like skin a cat? So he got more power, right? Oh, yeah. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, no. exactly all <laughs> the down that road. He didn't get more power. He just happened to get more power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just it just got handed to him. Yeah. I take it that neither of you wants Rob Palenka to be president of basketball no, operations. No. That's, that like that's not even one percent. I can't like I can't even ex- like I've I'm trying to accept it because there's no chance he's leaving. It's like a given that he's staying, but I can't even accept that. Yeah, and I I think he's staying. If he goes to games, like I feel we'll just have to see with this summer. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna, just gonna leave it at that. I've started to accept Rob Palinka, and then they try to throw Kurt Rambis on me, and then I start to again <laughs> hate Rob Palinka. Like it gets it's like this vicious circle that keeps going. The Kurt the Kurt Rambis rumors makes me so mad. I like that's the last guy you should put in that position. The last guy. I just don't understand his qualifications. I, I like before. 
Did you see how amazing he did with New York? <laughs> That's his qualifications. Make make Porzingis a three. Yes, the Lakers signed Kurt Rambis, I believe, in um, to September of 2018, so last last year. And the role they gave him was senior basketball advisor. Now that just got like swept under the rug because you know we had like Magic Rob and a bunch of other stuff going on. But now, like, that matters, right? Like, he's actually been in the room for a long time. I think, yeah, like you said, that matters. Like, it's not as if Kurt Rambis was just sitting at home yeah. and and Jeannie looked at Linda and said, call, call your husband in. Like, right. he's been there, in which case, like, if we had been paying attention, as soon as Magic stepped down, we could have been like, oh, yeah, Kurt Rambis is about to get some more power. <laughs> But I think that's what most fans, like, think is going on, though, right? Like, they just thought, like, Kurt Rambis was, like, at home. They're like, hey, we need somebody. Who? Kurt Rambis. And he just, like, came in. But he's been getting a check for, like, a year. I'm so as... curious as to how much that check is. <laughs> Probably more than I'll ever make, but still. Don't sell yourself short. Come on. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. That's, that's my bad. That's my bad. You got a, fu- you got a future in this business, dog. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to I'll be the president of the Lakers. I got it. I my first order of business, fire Plinka. Boom! I'd be the best president. Okay, so I hope I'm not jumping ahead. Can can we talk about Colin Coward, or should we should we pause on? No, that? we we can talk about that. So Colin Coward, who is a, just a fantastic radio personality. I don't say fantastic in like the sense that I like him. I say fantastic in the sense that this man has like a five hour radio block every day, and he just fills it. <laughs> Which is amazing to me, right? As a, as a guy who once had a podcast by himself, mm-hmm. like trying to fill up 45 minutes of time, this man just goes for five hours. That's amazing. That being said, I don't know about the quality of his sources inside the Lakers organization. Um, so Colin Coward reported that the Lakers are operating with the president of basketball operations. He just happens to be working for a playoff team right now. And mm-hmm. that is, and he is okaying all of these moves. Now, before we get to speculation on who that might be, what what do you guys think about the validity of that claim? Uh, well, Ramona like shut that down pretty quickly yeah. today on the radio. She said, uh, "I'm usually good at telling when people lie to me, and I don't think the Lakers are lying to me," which is a pretty strong like. Um, shut down of that that's a pretty bold statement though from colin right like not only did the lakers hire another player president a week after magic resigned but he's employed to another team yeah. and they're literally back channeling um transactions through him isn't that tampering <laughs> is that does that count as tampering oh they're tampering their ass off yeah that's, that's, true. that's like that's like the biggest tampering and magic didn't even do it that's the their biggest tampering case I w- um, th- there would be hell to pay if that were true. Oh yeah, and Arash Markozy uh, actually uh, supported Colin Ka- Colin Kaepernick supported uh, Colin <laughs> Coward with uh, that statement. But then when uh, Ramona Shelburne disputed it, I fully believed her because I never believed Colin Coward. But when Arash Markozy defended it, I was like, ah, okay. Was, it's kind of weird because he confirmed it on Colin's show. Yeah. So it's kind of like maybe he had I didn't to. know that. At, I didn't know that at first. I thought they like both separately. Yeah. And I just saw it was more like Colin's like, I'm hearing this. Are you hearing that too? And he's like, Yeah, I am. So it's kind of like a, it's like a, I don't know. The only thing that's interesting to me about that 
I don't even know if we can call it a rumor if Colin was just like filling space is that like Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense because, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sort of meld two aspects of this podcast together during episode two of season one of the wire, Lieutenant Davis was having dinner with his wife talking about how messed up the case was and how much leaking was going on and how everything was just a huge mess. And of course, because I'm a Lakers fan, I'm like, wow, everything is a huge mess. Um, <laughs> and Lieutenant Davis's wife says to him, you can't lose if you don't play the game. And Lieutenant Davis is like, I thought the phrase was you can't win if you don't play a game. And she goes, no, that's not what I'm saying. For some reason that resonated with me because I think this is going to be a stretch. So bear with me. Okay. I think Jeannie knows that the fans are sort of itching for something to happen right now, right? Yep. I -hmm. think Jeannie knows that the fans are starting to blame her for hiring someone who would quit on the spot two years into the job. (laughs) I think Jeannie understands that hiring Magic was is now falls on her. It falls on her shoulders. That was her decision. And I think that instead of relying on the people she trusts because they could – turning their back on her she instead wants to find people well and uh, she instead wants to trust in the people who work hard now say what you want about rob palenka but the thing that people say is that he at least works hard right right i'll i'll, I'll agree he does mm-hmm. it seems it seems yeah. like he works hard now that he's also seems like he is a jerk but uh <laughs> i'm but, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna say anything to, ret- to retort what you just said <laughs> I have no rebuttal, but he at least works hard, right? So Jeannie trusts hard work, right? I think, and this is complete speculation, I feel like maybe she realized that instead of trusting her own instinct, she needs to trust the work, right? So if Rob Mm -hmm. works hard, then maybe instead of putting herself in a position to take the heat, she'll say, you know what? I'm going to trust the workers. I'm not going to play the game of picking people because I know if that goes wrong, it'll come back on me. I'll lose if I play that game. Instead, I'm gonna let Rob do Rob, and 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 it's it's, it's obvious that she's letting Rob do Rob, right? Yeah. Rob's making the co- doing the coaching search. Rob is the one, you know, writing the press release. Well, not writing the press release, but he he's the one quoted in the statement when Luke Walton's fired. Yeah. In that way, I feel like there are people. Now, Rob might not have a lot of friends, but he does have some friends in the NBA. And there are people that he has worked with that are also working for NBA teams that he might lean on to, to sort of help him write this ship since Jeannie no longer wants to play the game. And when I look at it like that, I feel like there might be a few people that, that fit Colin Coward's candidacy. I think I know where you're going with one of them. Beat me there. Beat me there. Uh, the guy with the Detroit Pistons. I cannot remember. I had it written down, and I do, don't have. Arn, Arn Tellum. Yes. Arn Tellum. Yes. Arn Tellum. Precisely. Arn Tellum. So he's the vice chairman of Palace Sports Entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rob Palinka was his protege, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So yep. uh, now, say what you will about the Detroit Pistons and their basketball situation. But they can't sell out tickets, sell out seats, I'm sorry, and they still got a brand new arena downtown with taxpayer money. <laughs> now, say what you want about that situation, but that is some smart business. Um, so there's that, right? But also, it's not just Arn, right? 
when you're an agent, especially for an agency as big, I forget what, what Arn Tellum's agency was called. Um, I, I'll try to look that up, but Arn Tellum had other agents other than Rob who he worked with, right? Bob Myers mm-hmm. worked with Arn Tellum. Yep. Neil Olshay worked with Bob Tellum, uh, 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 Arn Tellum. Is it, is it Robert Zanuck? Is that, is that his name? Uh, Justin Zanuck, excuse me. Justin Zanuck worked with Arn Tellum and now he's in Milwaukee. So like, I see what Colin Coward's saying. Maybe he's just making it up. Maybe throwing spaghetti at the wall in the hope that some of the noodles stick. But if you piece together relationships, and this is a relationship business, Rob has enough relationships with people who work basketball jobs. Justin Zanuck's an mm-hmm. assistant GM for Milwaukee. That's a basketball job. He has relationships with these guys. And I could see him saying, come with me. I'll be the president. I'll, I'll, I'll run the ship. But we work together just like we used to. And mm-hmm. and we'll we'll run the Lakers because Genie has entrusted me with this. Here's my one issue with that: Are the other teams going to pick up the phone? <laughs> not not that they won't, but like you, cle- like from everything we've heard, other teams don't like Rob Linka. They don't want to mess with Rob Linka. They would rather talk to Magic than talk to Rob Linka. So, just with all that, why would you? I don't know. Well, they'll pick up Arm Telm's phone. All right. Yeah, like he's not hated I, across the league. I would guess so. Yes, they would pick his. They would pick up his calls. <laughs> They'd pick up Neil O'Shea's phone for sure. <laughs> Justin Zanuck put together an amazing roster of, of trades and, and signings. I think he would get his phone picked up too. Also, to answer your initial question in a more direct way, I have two little sisters. Right, they're fifteen and thirteen. There was a point in time in my life where I where they were babies and I was watching them. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I put broccoli and Honey Nut Cheerios on a plate in front of them. Of course, they're not going to grab the broccoli. They're going to grab the Honey Nut Cheerios. That's because you need to put ketchup on the broccoli. Oh, my God. Please don't do that. Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) On broccoli? (laughs) You got me out here like Soldier Boy. Broccoli! (laughs) I mean, it's not too bad. It's like sugar on broccoli. You're putting sweets on, on some vegetables. Please tell me that's a joke. Continue. Please. No, no, no. I'm not going to. Please tell me that was a joke. Sometimes I put some ketchup on my vegetables. I meant the sugar, but like if you eat ketchup to me, like if you if you like ketchup like that, there's no boundaries to your ketchup. Like if you like ketchup, you'll put ketchup on anything. No, there's boundaries. The I'm not gonna put ketchup on my cereal. You know, like that's I'm, taking okay, too yeah, far. Of course, but like, but like, I'm sure you dip some pizza in some ketchup. Yeah, no, no. I put I put pe- I put ketchup on my pizza. See, um, that's that's I, wrong. I put it here. Uh, Let me think of foods that I put it on. And then I'm sorry. I know I totally interrupted your. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me just, let me. I'll just say this really quickly. You put it on spaghetti. You put it on uh, pizza. Right. Those two are like the main things that people will get like confused with. But I put it on my eggs. Uh, I put it on my hash oh, browns. That's not bad. No, that is bad. Do not do that. What on eggs? Uh, I'm not a I'm not an eggs and ketchup wait, guy. Wait, wait, on scrambled eggs it's okay though. I Hell think, no. Right? Like on scrambled eggs, like it's not bad. Hell no. <laughs> Listen, eggs. Wait, eggs. Ali, you put it on. Wait, do you put it on all your eggs or just like scrambled eggs? Like what? What kind of eggs? Like I mean, if you put an eggs ketchup on scrambled eggs, what's dipping a hard boiled egg in some ketchup? Oh, I do it's that too. Different. No, 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 I do no, that too. That's just different. That is that not too. different. That's that's not different. <laughs> I thought you meant like okay. mixing eggs with other things. Like if I have eggs and sausages, I'll still put ketchup on it. My boy. 
let's see. What else is there? I know there's like more. Like I'll put ketchup on my. I'm not gonna say this one on my pretzels. Um, like like pretzels. wait, like a warm pretzel? No, 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 no. Like <laughs> like a like bag a, of pretzels. No, so like <laughs> those like the big sticks of pretzels. Like a pretzel stick. Yeah. You dip in pretzel dip- sticks and ketchup. <laughs> Listen, I what? I have a weird. Uh, I, I'll admit it's weird. There's some there's some people out there like me who uh, really like ketchup, and it just makes everything taste better. So you know what? I'm just owning up to it, and like I'm speaking out in case there's anyone else who loves ketchup who's afraid to speak out. It's okay. How about on like chicken wings? Do you put ketchup? Uh, no. Okay. I don't put it on chicken wings. I put it on uh, chicken, uh, like my chicken breast. Dog. Uh, what? Uh, if you grill a chicken breast, putting ketchup on it is good. Chicken and ketchup is a legit mix. Chicken and ketchup is blasphemy to me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what? Do what y'all you- got? Do y'all got Chick Fil A? Yeah. Oh yeah. I just had Chick Fil A last yeah. week. Yeah. Y'all, you put ketchup on a Chick Fil A sandwich? Doesn't it come with ketchup? Hell no. <laughs> no, it doesn't come with it, but I will okay. drown it with it, yes. Oh, man. Talking about some <laughs> don't it come with ketchup. And then you know what? I'm having I don't know. I haven't had Chick-fil-A in a while. I'm having those waffle fries with ketchup, too. My boy. But they have, like, so many other sauces. That's what that, that... And that was my point in bringing up Chick-fil-A. <laughs> they have, like... They are, like, known for their, like, really good sauce. Here's, here's my thing. You out here I, with buttermilk ranch as an option, garlic up. and herb ranch, <laughs> and you're going to say, no, 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 pass, leave that deliciousness. No. Hand me some of that high fructose corn Hold syrup up. tomato sauce. I I actually don't like Chick-fil-A sandwiches. What? I get their chicken nuggets all the time. I don't get their sandwiches. <laughs> I knew that was going to cause a stir. <laughs> I also think this has gone really weird. I also think In and Out fries are terrible. Those are my two hot takes. They're not the best. Yeah, they're bad. Like I'd rather have Habit fries or Red Robin fries. Yo, Red Robin fries are all. They're they're they, what did you, did you say? Awful or awesome? No, off the chain. Okay, all right, all right, we cool. All right, bro. Yes. Talking <laughs> about some bottomless with that seasoning salt on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. And wait, wait, wait <laughs> but don't forget the ketchup. Time out. I do not. I do not put ketchup on, but I will dip them bad boys in some mayonnaise. <laughs> and I will ask for more after I finish, and then take it home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I, I just want one more order of fries. Yeah. Eat, eats two fries. Ah, it's too much. Can you can you wrap these up for me, please? Um, real quick, one more food related thing for me. I got no, a home. There's not. There's not a lot of Lakers talk. We we're good. We're good. <laughs> I got, I got a homegirl that I work with. I'm going to say her name. I'm putting her on blast. Shout out. Shout out my homegirl, Janasha. I'm putting her whole shit on blast, actually. Janasha's uh, older brother, sorry, younger brother, actually plays college basketball, and he's going to get drafted in the draft. Oh, wow. First round, I believe. But the reason I'm putting her, the reason I had to say something positive, because I'm about to put her on blast, because she will get a bag of potato chips. From the vending mm-hmm. machine. Mm-hmm. Open it up. Pour mustard in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and shake it up so that all the chips got mustard on them. Just regular yellow mustard? Like- no, I think she at least uses Goulden's, like, not honey mustard, but like deli mustard. Like the the brown mustard. I, yeah. I'm not going to hate. I, I actually like mustard a lot, too. I don't put it on my potato chips, but I like mustard a lot, too. I sometimes... So- Okay, no, I'm not gonna go there. You go ahead. Nah, you got it. You after you did all that. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go there. No, I, I, so, 
I don't want people to unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Too late. <laughs> I hope, I, I'm not, not to disrespect our own podcast, but I hope we at least lost five listeners off that catch up on eggs. I'm just not with that at all. Dude, that's a, that's a normal thing. Ketchup and on eggs. scrambled eggs, it's okay though. Like it tastes, it tastes pretty good on like scrambled eggs. What? Wait, I want to know what do you put fr- ketchup with? Do you only have ketchup and fries? With fries. Yeah. What about chicken nuggets? No, there's there's like a million other good sauces That's that my... they give you that like you don't need to have ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup is just like <laughs> ketchup has. There's no imagination to it. You know what I'm saying? Like ketchup is like I don't even know, bruh. It's like ketchup is like when you wanna when you're in high school and you wanna ask a girl to prom, but you're like afraid she's gonna say no. So you're like, nah, I'm gonna ask that girl because I know she likes me. And like we might not have that great of a time, but like, hey, I got ketchup. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not with it, bro. So you're saying you're content with ketchup. That's what I'm saying, but you don't have to be content. The world is your oyster. You could be exhilarated, you could be rejuvenated. <laughs> Shout out to whatever girl you called ketchup right now. Like, <laughs> nah, bro, I ain't take no ketchup to prom. I'll I'll gladly take ketchup to prom. I'll marry ketchup. You kidding me? I would be just happy with ketchup. Yo, I could take ketchup with me anywhere. Nah, bro, only aiolis on this side, bro. Only aiolis. <laughs> Remind me that if I ever visit you at your place, I have to bring my own bottle of ketchup. My roommate's got ketchup, at least. Everyone's got ketchup. But, like, no, but that's the thing. Like, my girlfriend would come over, and she would want to eat, like, ketchup with something. And I'm like, babe, I got, like, nah. I got some barbecue sauce. (laughs) I got some mayonnaise. I don't have ketchup for you. I got hot sauce. Put put all three of them together. You got a nice little creamy dish. Anyway. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Sorry, go back to the story you were saying. <laughs> Bro, what was I talking about? Oh, yes. So, the child, the broccoli, the honey nut Cheerios. And ketchup. No ketchup. <laughs> if They will, of course, grab the honey nut Cheerios, right? That's what magic was. Rob was the broccoli. Magic was the honey nut Cheerios. But we took the honey nut Cheerios off the plate. If they want to eat... If they want to trade, if they need something to happen, they got to eat the broccoli, bro. And I don't have a problem with that because then, you know, it's, there's no, where no one's faking the funk. You know what, Rob, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, it's like Danny Ainge, to be honest with you. Like people don't like Danny Ainge. People know if you make a deal with Danny Ainge, he's going to try to screw you. It's going to be like pulling teeth. But you know what's going to happen? Danny Ainge is going to get a good deal. And if Rob's mm-hmm. going to be in charge, then that's what I care about. I don't care if they don't like him. I care about if we get good deals. If I, is our team set up for success? So you're saying you're okay with it? I'm not saying I. Yeah, I, I don't have a choice. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's he is now in charge of multiple processes for the Lakers. The, right now, the draft. Right now, the coaching search. And at this rate, I just would rather him be successful in whatever way that means. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not saying I hope he fails at this. I need him to be successful. And if he yeah. does become successful, I would apologize. Uh, but, like, for example, just to talk about that, um, Bob Myers, he was hated in Golden State. For a long time. Yeah, for a yeah. long time. And, like, you know, he was a former agent and everything. So then he flipped the – not he didn't flip the switch, but then he proved to them that he was a good um, – yeah. Yeah, so I – I mean – And then oh, they got Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So hopefully uh, Rob drafts or trades for Steph Curry. That'd be nice. No, I think he doesn't have to be liked, right? Like there's a lot of GMs that aren't liked. As you said, Danny Ainge is a good example. He has to be respected though. And I'm not sure if he's respected around the league. I'm hoping he can gain that in some way. But that's my only thing. But of course you want him to be successful. And if he wants to be like the, like wear the dark hat and stuff, that's fine. Just come through. Like I said, like if we get Kawhi and have a good draft and sign good players, like I don't care who the, like who the player, who the president is, you know, as long as the team's good. Yeah. Yeah, nobody cared that Jeannie and Jim hated each other because Kobe was winning rings, right? Like, it didn't yeah. matter. Um, a, a couple more things. Like, I'm willing – we didn't give Luke a chance to grow as a coach, really, right? Like, we mm-hmm. cut him. He didn't even He didn't even last his whole deal. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm more committed to – even if, like, even if Rob is disliked, even if people don't want him to be in charge – I'm at least willing to say, like, maybe he can be good. Like, I, Bob Myers was ready to trade Clay Thompson for Kevin Love until Jerry West yeah. threatened to quit. Like, everyone takes time to get good at a job they've never done before. So I'm not, like... Fair point. I'm not doom but, and gloom, I guess. But Plinka needs his Jerry West. And I'm scared that he's not going to get someone who's a Jerry West. or not. That not, is fair. Not, like, a yeah. Jerry West, but someone who is like pretty good at that position you know what i mean yeah i i think the other hard part is that the lakers aren't like some small like market team right that like has to accept their general manager people are reporting that they can really get anyone they want like they have the field open to them that's what's i think more the issue than it just being palinka it's not just playing it's who the options are you have a field in front of you to look at and you've decided to just you know, stay home. I truly so. believe if Jeannie would have fired Plinka, everything would have been open, and people instead of her reaching out to people, people would have reached out to her. Like top people who are overqualified for the position would reach out to her. We would have had some good media then. <laughs> that goes kind of wide. Like you guys brought up Ty Lue, not to go back to the coaching, but I feel like that's like inside higher again. I know he has like the Cavs um, resume, but he's a former Laker. I feel like that would be a lot of the story with it. That's kind of what I'm seeing here um, with the with the Palinka staying and the loyalty that she that Jeannie obviously covets. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. Okay. So I I don't want to be like Tin Hat guy. Are we sure that like all these people are lining up to? be the Lakers lead executive. I like and I'm not saying that's not true. I've just seen so much misinformation about the mm-hmm. Lakers this year that it's hard it I said this on the last podcast. It's hard for me to trust anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um so I it's just tough for me to imagine like I, I could like what's the the argument for Bob Myers? He already built a big dynasty. It's about to fall. He can go out on top. Okay. Masai Ujiri, like he's he he set up the Raptors for success. He doesn't want to rebuild, like, okay. But like It's not a, here here's my thing. It's not about just in the moment. Like, yeah, those teams are right now better than us. Why would they want to leave? It's that they would be coming to LA with no GM, no coach. They would get their own hires. Then you have LeBron and a bunch of young guys, promising young guys. 
And you wouldn't be able to only, not only set up for now, but you could, you, they'd be here for the future. They would be here for a long time. And I think they would rather be in LA with the Lakers for a long time than, for example, Masai Ujiri with Toronto for a long time. At least that's my thought. I could be totally wrong. Uh, but that's just my thought process on that. Yeah, we, we didn't touch on this, but David Griffin got the yeah. GM job or the president job in New Orleans, right? Yeah. And that's like kind of like you said, Ali, like he gets full control of that franchise now, right? That's an attractive thing. And the Lakers have LeBron, a clean cap, a young core. What, what more could you want from that job? But I agree too, Rick. You don't know if they are actually lining up, but it seems like it from what's reported. So I guess one last question. I, I guess this can sort of be the the conversation to at least bring us somewhat to a close. Do we think there? Obviously, there's a bunch of dysfunction. Blah 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 blah. Do we think that this is going to affect the free agents that come potentially to the Lakers? Uh, I, I I think so. If a free agent decided he was going to come to the Lakers last year, no, they're still coming. But. Mm-hmm. For the newer players, I think, one, they're going to wait and see how they fill this roster. So people aren't going to be sold They yet. They have to be sold later on. They're not going to decide right away, like, yeah, I want to go to Lakers. They want to see how the roster is built, who, especially for, like, the, not the top free agents, but, like, even the lower free agents. I don't think they'd want to come on either because they don't want to be, they don't know how, especially with, like, stories like with Larry Nance and stuff like that. They, yeah, yeah. For me, it's not the stars. I don't think it matters very much if they're gonna come here. It's because they want to play with LeBron, and for other reasons than because Rob Palinka is hated around the league. Like a guy like Kawhi, I don't think really cares about that. But the guys on the margins, I think, like you said, Ali, mm-hmm. I think they'll care of how the situation is, and they want to be in a more stable environment. I think, I think that's where you'll see the impact. So I feel like there's a class of free agents that wants to do what they want to do regardless, right? Mm-hmm. KD doesn't care how much of a mess New York is. If he wants to go to New York, he'll go. Mm-hmm. Same with Kyrie. I feel like Kawhi is also in that class of free agent. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, it's a basketball team, right? Like, Rob Palenka can be Littlefinger. Genie can have terrible hiring practices. But if Kawhi hates the cold and wants to <laughs> go back to L.A., and like, scoffs at playing for the Clippers because they're the Clippers, he's going to come to the Lakers, and none of this will matter. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it's a shame that after all of this, that's sort of what we're leaning on again, is just like Lakers exceptionalism, and we got really lucky that LeBron was like, yep, works for me. Um, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that now we're hoping Kawhi does the same thing. He's like, oh, it works for me. So, like, I don't know. I hate bringing this up. I really, really hate bringing this up. But that Clipper win against the Warriors, that just, that was insane. Oh, man. That was, I'm not going to compliment them, but <laughs> that was that was insane for multiple reasons that I don't want to speak of. I went to sleep. Do you understand what I'm saying? I went to sleep. Not even I, I at halftime. In the second quarter, I was like, why am I watching this? Yeah, I'm not off that many nights. I got to go to sleep. <laughs> I remember and I thinking, the greatest comeback in playoff history. I remember thinking this is going to be such a boring series, and then like when that game was happening, I was like, "Yep, this is just terrible." And then they absolutely just uh, no no compliments. 
<laughs> yeah, Lou Williams. Lou Williams is crazy. No, I'm kidding. I'll I'll dish out compliments. Lou Williams played phenomenal. And then Landry Shemit. Oh my goodness. Landry, the new Landry. Landry Fields. Oh, Landry, throw it back. <laughs> um, real quick, did you guys see Cuff the Legends? tweet when no what he said oh my game? goodness no 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 so cuffs tweeted a picture of d'angelo russell and lou williams uh both uh, in lakers jerseys oh uh, i'm trying to find it i know it said something and then had a facepalm emoji i think it was like um oh, oh it, I got was, it. I got it it was sickening, sickening. Emoji. Yeah. <laughs> oh bruh Damn. Bruh. I mean, I still will defend. I won't defend the D'Lo trade. I still defend the Lou Williams one. I I was for the w- Lou Williams trade, even though he's amazing, and that's why I kind of wanted him to be traded because he was amazing and he demanded yeah. the ball a lot and he was shooting up a lot of shots and we weren't watching the young guys grow because they weren't. They were just standing in the corner while Lou Williams was doing Lou Will, which is amazing, but I don't think our team needed that at that time. Yeah, that trade was universally universally loved at the time. I'm yeah. seeing people go back now and like, oh yeah, we could have kept Lou Williams. Like, no, we got a first round pick out of it. Like, it was yeah, a, that was a good deal. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. I just appreciate Cuffs the Legends uh, Twitter. Can, I'm just gonna read read one more gem from Cuffs. Burger King ten piece nuggets for a dollar forty nine. Greater than Denver Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> he does have some gems. He does have some gems. As a bona fide, I'm not going to say a Nuggets hater because I'm trying not to be a hater on anything anymore. Um, but as a bona fide not fan of the Denver Nuggets, I, that 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 hit home for me. You should have seen my face when Jamal Murray was playing terrible in the beginning of the game. I was like, ha, yeah, this is Jamal Murray. And then he just went off. And I was like, oh. I was yeah. I was so upset. He was wet. I I tweeted he was like eight for thirty for the series, and then he hit his next nine shots. I'm like I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I'm never. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to tweeting about the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of tweeting, I've been like MIA for like the last month. It's been an up and down month for me, but I gotta express myself tomorrow, guys. I'm back on it. Your boy's back at underscore Charles Diamond. I'm back, man. I got some stuff to say. Ooh. Oh, mainly about that. mainly about ketchup. Oh, oh listen, I, I'm expecting people to not be happy with me tomorrow. For <laughs> yeah, so I I maybe I'll let out the take a little later that I almost said today. Maybe maybe another episode. The ketchup smoothies is what you have okay, in the morning. No, is that what listen, it is? I'm not oh going, my god! <laughs> I'm not going there. That's like too far. There's no oh. chance. Like, but I'll. Yeah, you know what? No, no, no. We'll save this. We'll oh save this. Oh, my God. Just no. No ketchup smoothies. <laughs> There's a ketchup ice cream, too. I'm not even touching that. No. I, I'm I'm crazy, but I'm not insane. You guys Sounds stop horrible. talking about this. <laughs> we had like a 15-minute segment of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's the off-season, man. I, I promise to the listeners that in the in the future off season episodes it'll be much more uh, basketball centric. Maybe, maybe. I, who am I to promise something? I'm nobody. <laughs> All right. Bef- before we do sign off, though, I think we just got a quick quick couple minutes. That was a great wire episode. It's it's the hashtag oh, forum yeah. wire watch. Oh yes, that like I 
uh, Raj, you said this earlier. I wasn't too sold after the first one, but that second one mm-hmm. was just it just it had your attention the whole way. Yeah, that was that was a really good episode. It kind of like gets you it got you more into the characters, yeah. like what mm-hmm. how kind of what they felt. I was just saying I still don't know the characters' names and I am doing that on purpose. Like I not not that I'm not when I watch the episodes I don't look up their names afterwards just to talk about them here because I want to see when I actually learn their names. Yeah, I like that. I I want it to be organic too. Yeah. So I want to. I'll just say those three. Those three fools were idiots for you know (laughs) shooting for just running up in there. Uh, I want to say their names, so you guys can say their names. I I don't know their names. I ain't got them either, bro. (laughs) Oh, the three stooges. Oh yeah. Okay, we can go with that. As soon as You, um, you guys. You saw that coming though, right? Like when he was like, "Let's just go in there." Like it was gonna lead to something bad. Oh like, yeah, he kind of felt. That. I thought that was gonna happen in like a later episode, though. Yeah, they set it up and knocked it down like immediately. Yeah, yeah. like first frame strike. That's why when I saw that part, I just texted you. I said, "These idiots." Dot dot dot. Oh my god! <laughs> and of course, they take like the dude who shot his gun in their office. To go like oh, rough yeah. up people in the projects. Yeah. How how did no one think that was a bad idea? And I didn't know it was two a.m. until the I think the guy said afterwards, right? He's like, yeah. "What are you doing there at two a.m.?" <laughs> and and Lieutenant Davis was like, "I love his enunciation first and foremost." He was like, "What type of valuable intel did oh, yeah. we gain?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my! I do not want to get shooed out by this guy properly." <laughs> That was amazing. But I um, love the comedic relief when he went and he's like, he uh, he went to, again, can't remember names, but he went up to the detective's desk and just like threw everything off and was like, move his desk. I don't want him near me. And they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not his desk. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I don't know that actor's name. Uh, he's like, he's a deputy or a major or something. I just mm-hmm. know he played a Don in Gotham. On the first few seasons, so I I want to call him Don something, but I don't remember. I don't I don't think I had ever seen that actor before. Like I just I noticed a lot of the actors in that show, but like I don't think I've ever seen that actor. I've seen him, but I don't know where. I, he's famous, so we're gonna get yelled at because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already am gonna get yelled at for the ketchup takes. It's okay, I'll yeah, take the bullet. It's fine. I have a terrible short term memory in general, so like never Same. rely on me to like. Anyway, I don't have short term memory with basketball, but with everything else, I do. That's fair, actually. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> you said ketchup's gross. Um, <laughs> okay, no, don't don't go that far. All right. Well, if you made it this far, if you didn't stop <laughs> listening during the uh, during the feeding of baby broccoli and Cheerios at the same time, and and the de evolution of that conversation, I appreciate you sticking it out. Um, uh, appreciate you listening. If you did enjoy the pod, please, please, please rate. Review us five stars five on stars. Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to make sure that you show the world, the world. that you love the forum. The forum. Yeah, keep doing that. Be the ad libs. <laughs> <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> um, hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully by the next time we record, we have some good Laker news. Maybe we'll have a coach or a president what? of basketball operations. Pope. <laughs> Get it? Like Pope, like P-O-B, president of basketball. Oh, sh- I didn't. Oh, crap. I forgot the Pobo. Po- oh, yeah, Pobo. Yeah, never mind. All right, well.
Gentlemen, uh, this has been real. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dry brine this steak. Yeah. Sh- shout out, run the jewels. I'm about to copy. I gotta take some pics. Cause this ribeye gonna be delicious. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He said he'll feed all of Lakers Twitter if Rob Palinka gets fired. So, bro, I'm flying. I, I got, uh, no, I got enough American Airlines points to fly out to LA. That's not true. He said he's accepted it. He's ready for it. Hmm? The Rob Palinka not being. Wait, what you said about Rob Palinka being fired, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's already accepted that he's here, so he's not. He's not wanting that. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Maybe we gotta have him on to clear this up. I was thinking, I was like, did I say that incorrectly? Anyway. Well, <laughs> I'm confused, but... Every time. It devolves every time. Right at the hour mark. It just devolves. It just falls apart. My... It's part of the personality. Yeah. Our brain's just flustered. That's what happens. It's 2.30 here, so I have an excuse. I think it's... All right. I think as the night goes by, at 2.30, it's easier. Like, you're more awake than at, like, 11.30. So I think it's harder on me and Rick, you know? Or on me and, Ron, me and Raj. Yeah. I'll let you have that. I'll let you have I'm not going to fight that that hard. I'm not going to fight that that hard. Uh, all righty, all righty. We said under an hour. It's, there's 17 seconds left. <laughs> we got this. Okay, well, without further ado, this has been The Forum. Peace. Bye. I was waiting for y'all to say something else. No. Oh. <laughs>